All right, start the show. Okay, party people in the house. Hey guys, it's Michelle Taylor Willis, and thanks again for tuning in to According. Hey guys, it's Michelle Taylor. It's Michelle Taylor Willis. Back at you. It's According to Michelle Radio with Michelle Taylor Willis. What's up, guys? Happy Wednesday. It is Wednesday, right? Because. Yes. Okay. <laughs> because when I came on like two weeks ago, I was like, happy Friday. And everyone's like, uh, guess what? It's not Friday, friend. But it is Wednesday, and it is time for According to Michelle Radio. What's going on? Welcome, all of my real 1100 AM listeners. And hopefully, you are allowing me to take you home. Maybe you're leaving work, or maybe you are about to leave work, and you need something to do from 4 to 6 on Wednesday. And I am the thing you do from 4 to 6 on Wednesday. You are welcome. I got to make sure I give a big shout out to everybody who's watching on Instagram. What's going on, Instagram? And of course, iHeartRadio. You guys know, if you didn't know, we are live on iHeartRadio every Wednesday at 4 p.m. too. So if you're not in your car, you can't get on the radio, you don't have internet for some reason on your computer, and you can't go to real1100am.com, I don't know. Whatever it is, you can just go to, you know, iHeartRadio and search for over the top or actually I don't know if it's been converted according to Michelle or over the top yet what do you think Greg wait, wait, wait. on iHeart um, I don't know if it's I, I, I'm not, not I'm sure, not sure yet because you know we got, we've converted right we're back to according to Michelle radio so but either one search for that and you can actually listen it has been it has yes. been Oh, it has been. Okay, so it's according to Michelle now everywhere. Oh, my gosh. Congratulate. Can we do the beer, 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 beer again? No. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I like mine better. I think mine sound better than you. And applause for me. Is that applause for me? It's just thank you so much. You're too kind. No, I had to cut it off. I'd like to thank. Oh, okay. Well, that, well, that was fun. <laughs> anyway, the point is you have no excuse not to listen <laughs> to me, I'm laughing at myself. So, all right, we have a really great show today because I'm going to help everybody. Well, I'm not going to help. The, my guest is going to help. Uh, you guys who need some maybe PR or image consulting or branding work, blah, blah, blah. She's all things amazing. And we're going to talk to her in a minute. But first of all, I do have to like just say and give a major, huge, incredible shout out to my agent and my agency, I am style agency because, as you know, yeah, she, Elisa uh, Green, um, who is the founder of this agency, she's a, it's actually a, mo- a mother agency, which is like they kind of get you started, right? They work with talent in the beginning and groom you for the, you know, bigger agents. But Elisa and her team are awesome. And as you guys probably know, we've talked about it a little bit <laughs> the past few weeks, but they secured um, a cover feature for me in um, this magazine out of D.C. It's Jin Leon Magazine, their fashion, entertainment, lifestyle. And they put their covers in New York City on Broadway in the just major mix of Times Square. So on Saturday and Sunday, I was in New York looking at myself just like this 
for everybody on Instagram. Just like this, I was looking up. So, real 1100 AM listeners, I'm looking up into the sky right now just to make you feel like you're here with me. And uh, <laughs> and I got a chance to see my name in lights, which was literally amazing. It was so surreal. It was crazy. Um, if you follow me at Michelle Taylor Willis, you can actually see the reel um, that I did. But I want to make sure I give a shout out to Jen Leon Magazine, um, who basically said, yeah, we want her for the cover. And um, and they made that happen. That's Nora over there. And they did a live interview with me um, a few weeks back with Mario Bonds, who is her brother, who's actually blind, by the way. The, their, their writer, their interviewer, is is blind. And he's dope, really dope. He has kids and everything. So he interviewed me. Um, but yeah, so Michelle Taylor Willis was officially on Broadway. So I just feel like we just wanted to say thank you to everybody who made that happen. And I felt, can you do that again? Oh, I thought you said, I thought there was like a drop maybe that said thank you. No? Did I hear that in my head? You did. Okay. <laughs> I'm tired. Okay. Just leave me alone. All right. Let me just say hey to everybody that has come in on Facebook. What's up, Pusha, Kara? Hey, Shay Renee Macaroons. Guys, y'all got to check out Black-Owned Woman Business. She is dope. I called her today to give her business for Saturday. I was like, I know it's last minute. Can you hook my people up? She's like, absolutely. She just did the Emmys. She just had supplied the Emmys with macaroons. Like, how is how do you get doper than that? Is that possible to be any doper than that? I don't think so. What's up, Shay? Hey, it's Liz Bad. I love Liz Bad. Liz Bad is one of the people that was like, no, don't go. Keep. Remember I was telling you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, no, don't don't dial off yet. We're I'm still paying attention to you. What's up, Liz Bad? I'm glad you are here. What's up, C Nate? You're going to be in on the show here sooner than later, right? Because you got a big production coming up. You're going to come in and tell of our, all of our people about it. What's up, Lena? How are you doing? Mozang, Lavecchia, Lavicia, however you want to say it. That's my cousin. What's up, cuz? How are you? And Tila Tease is in the house. Let me make sure I give a special shout out to Tila Tease. I'm going to tell you all a quick story. Greg, I don't think you know this story, but this is hilarious. And it's real. Now, let me just tell you all something. I know I'm a personality. I know I look exaggerative. I don't know if that's a word. Maybe it's a Michelleism. Call it what you want. But I tell these stories, and these stories actually happen. They're real stories. But because they seem far-fetched, people always think I'm BSing. And then I go to the person, and I'm like, dude, you were there. Did it happen like this? And they're like, yes, MC Dubs. That's exactly how it happened. So I'm going to tell you a story. This is exactly how it happened. And Tila whose name is Terry, is sitting across from me right now. So she will be able to substantiate this. So when I was doing the taste of Sofu, Tila's like, her name's Terry. She's like, oh my God, what's she about to say? Okay. What's up, Big Baba 1914? All right. About six weeks ago, I was hosting a taste of Sofu. I think it was the very first taste of Sofu. And for those of y'all who don't know what the taste of Sofu is, if you're in Atlanta, or not in Atlanta. SOFU stands for South Fulton County. That's the eight cities in South Fulton County. And I created the term SOFU to make it seem cool. Like SOHO in New York or so Flow in South Florida. Whatever. All right. Terry saw me hosting and she came up to me and she was like, oh my gosh, I've always wanted to be a celebrity's assistant. Did you say that or did you not? I said that. 
Eat the mic, please, ma'am. She didn't know I was going to put her on, on, but since she's here, I am going to do it. Okay, say it again. I did say that. She did say that. And I was like, ha, ha, ha. You know, that's funny. That's so cute. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, I don't know anything about Instagram or social media, but I will have you where you need to be, where you want to go, blah, blah, blah. That's all you said. You said all that, right? I said that. And I was like, okay, well, thank you for coming by. And it's nice to meet you, ma'am. And I thought that was it. Man, Terry showed up at every, she was at the taste of, the next taste of Sofu I was at. She was at the, the, the Fairburn Third Fridays where I was. She was in my DMs okay, hard. Terry. <laughs> Terry was like, I'm not playing with you at all. Now, here's the moral of the story. If everybody had the persistence and the diligence and the perseverance like Terry, y'all might have jobs. Or your own businesses. Because guess what? I hired Terry. And that's why she's sitting across from me right now. Because she is my assistant. She's like, let me come and see what this lady does. And so that's why you're here, right? I am. And I'm so excited. Thank you for this opportunity. No, thank you for wanting to do it. And she's so cute, too. It's, she's only, it's only day five. She got a 90-day probationary period. Let's check back in in 90 days. <laughs> I'm just joking, Terry. I mean, I am very serious, but I made it into a joke. You know? I'll be your business partner in 90 days. Oh, okay. Look at her. She's like, oh, you ain't seen no kind of perseverance yet. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, anyway, but I am very glad to have you on board. So thank glad you for coming here. in. Yes. Uh, and I'm glad to have all of you guys listening on According to Michelle Radio now. All right. So we were in New York, which was amazing. And I just love that. But now we're back, and I'm headed to New Orleans again. You know, I was in New Orleans a couple weeks ago for Essence Fest. I'm going back to New Orleans tonight. What's been going on with you, Greg? Absolutely nothing. That's it. <laughs> that, that pocket of silence. What'd you say? That pocket of silence. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, on. wait a minute, carry the two. Yeah, no, nothing. The main thing I've been trying to learn about uh, the sport of cricket. Said no man ever. Sounds boring. I know. Like, <laughs> I, I don't nobody. understand it. It seems like they play for nine hours at a time. I, I but it's a it's a big sport outside of America, of course. Yeah, kind of like soccer was, and now it's a big sport it, in America. Coming back. It's coming back. It is. Lacrosse is kind of making a comeback too. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad that you're learning about cricket, and um, I don't want to ever hear about that again. So find something more exciting, Greg. And okay, we're back. It'll be lacrosse next time. <laughs> Speaking of excitement, though, Michelle, yeah. how do you feel walking up to see like yourself in Times Square? Like, what was the feeling that you had? Oh my gosh. Okay, so that's a great question. I'm glad you asked. Um, it was actually, it was very surreal. Like, I think you know, like sometimes when things happen to you and you're, they're happening and that you're in the moment of them, right? And so you're like. Like, I know this is happening. I can see myself up there. I know it's a thing. But it still was like, you know what I mean? Like, it took a minute to set in. Mm -hmm. And it was so much of the fact, because one of my friends was there with me. Shout out to Jenny P. And uh, when when it was cycle on, because it's a digital billboard. But it's like, it was the Jumbotron where you saw it. Mm -hmm. And she, Jennifer was like, Get in front of the billboard because I literally was just like this. Uh, 1100 AM listeners, you can't see me. But again, I'm doing the 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 uh, Homer Simpson, like mouth hanging open with the jewel hanging down one side. That's what I look like because I literally was staring at the billboard like, uh, uh, 
And she was like, Michelle, get up there, stand in front so I can take a picture. And I was like, I still was just like, I, you know, and she's like, get up, stand up, you know, let me take your picture. And I was like, oh, shoot. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. It, I don't, it, it didn't, I still don't think it set in. Because when people see it, they're like, that's crazy. That's like major. My, like kids are like, that's nuts. You know, my husband is like, like everybody is like, holy crap. Like it's a huge deal. And I believe it is. But I'm still like processing through it. Now I'm like, okay, monetization. All right, team, what do we do? You know, because mm-hmm. I just said. Yeah. Remember to always enjoy the moment, though. I know. Enjoy the moments while I you're know. in it. I know. And it was like, I literally was like, you know, I was open mouthed with it. But yeah, it was crazy. Thank you for asking, though. It was really cool, though. So um, the next time I'm in Times Square, I feel like that's not going to be the only time. Speaking of existence. Yeah, I feel like next time maybe I'll be like, it'll be like a movie thing or I'll be speaking or like it'll be something else. I don't know exactly what, but that's not the only time. And that's actually what's really exciting. Yeah, I'm I'm already on to the next, but you're right. I do need to enjoy the moment a little bit more. We did celebrate and I've gotten about six offers on the table to take me out as soon as I stop, you know, like chill out for a second so that I can celebrate with my people here. And Atlanta. Maybe we should do a team thing and go out and celebrate. That yeah, might be fun. That would be really fun. Right? Yeah. But anyway, so that's kind of how it felt. But um, but thanks for asking. All right, so we do have a great show today. We've got Dwayna Williams in the house. She is the co-founder of TGND. I'm not going to tell you what that stands for yet. But if you are in business or you have a brand or you don't and you're looking to get into that or, you know, you need some help, you need image consulting, all of that, she is going to drop some gems today. She specializes in mompreneurs, but man, woman, anybody, and business too, right? Business um, and business branding is huge. So if you guys are in this space, if you're entrepreneurs and mompreneurs, whatever, something, I was going to put like a, a clever name in front of preneur, but I couldn't come up with anything. So I'm going to let that moment just pass by. But <laughs> she's amazing and she's pregnant. Her little stomach sticking out is really, really, it's cute. It looks like a, literally a basketball inside of her. <laughs> um, so we're going to come back and talk to her and learn about all kinds of things. You guys are going to learn a lot today. So don't go anywhere. It's according to Michelle Radio right here on Real 1100 AM. Uh, please, y'all, Jarrell's not here, by the way. So Jarrell's not here today. So say hi to Jarrell in your heads. But he will be back next week. But I tell you who should be here, all of y'all. Instagram, don't touch anything. 1100 AM, don't touch anything. iHeartRadio, don't touch anything. We will be right back with Dwayne Williams. Michelle. Michelle. What's up, what's up, what's up, guys? We are back on According to Michelle Radio right here on Real 1100 AM. Let's welcome everybody that's tuning in on Instagram. How are you? If you drop me a line in the comments, I will make sure I tell you hello and that all the millions of people listening to us now and Team Replay will know exactly who you are. What's up? I am 4.0. You are live right now on According to Michelle Radio, broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia on Real 1100 AM and also on iHeart Radio. And here's a really cool thing, too. If you guys did not know, after all of these broadcasts, two hours, we convert it to podcast. I mean, after the wait, broadcast podcast, 
That rhymed. <laughs> I actually, it rhymed so well, I thought I said the same thing twice. Thank you. And yes, thank you very much. I work very hard for these bars. Um, so we convert the broadcast to a podcast. So every Monday, whoever was on the show on Wednesday, and we edit it down, and uh, you can listen to the podcast. So you never have a reason to not be inspired. And it's literally on every single podcast network. If you can find the craziest podcast network you've never heard of, like Twinkle. And according to Michelle, podcast will be right there. So no excuses. What's up, Kimmy J, Soulville, Soul Live, Soul Live? I think that's it. It's a little kind of far away from me. Okay, I must be close. She just gave me the hearts. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, so here's what's really, really cool. So I didn't tell you guys that the woman that I'm interviewing today, she's a PR, she's a certified image consultant. Um, she's a PR guru, publicity, image consultant, brand consultant. Um, she's dope in all kinds of ways. And her and her sister co-founded a public relations firm a few years back, specifically for mompreneurs um, and women in business called The Girls Next Door. They happen to be, they're so good at what they do. I actually chose them to be my PR um, firm and they are literally amazing before I start you know put my stamp on people I got to make sure they are that before they're that and it's been I don't know maybe six weeks now or so yeah we've been working together mm, about six weeks. and I am telling you what's up what's up push Kara you're back yay thanks for coming back um she and her twin sister because they are twins I wish they were both here today because they are so cute uh, but when I tell you, these are two of the hardest working women. I had no idea that I would get. I'm just telling you, it's hard to find good, good PR. I had no idea that we would get this level of commitment, dedication, service, everything with this um, with this firm. And so we wanted to make sure we got them on the radio because we I know we have a lot of mompreneurs who listen. We have a lot of entrepreneurs and people who are, you know, in business, trying to be better at business, scaling business, whatever. And I know that they can impart some knowledge on you. And if you want to get out there, if you need somebody to push you out, these are the women to do it. I've already gotten... Um, we just finished a magazine interview, which I'm very mm. excited about. That's Can't just being submitted. And um, the process is just crazy. And so I'm excited because Dwayna Williams is in today and we're going to talk to her. But I got to make sure I say thank you to all of our friends at Coca-Cola Bottling Company United. You guys need to check out Aguas Frescas. Everybody on Instagram right now, you can see it. If you want a little bit more flavor and a little tiny bit more sugar, than a sparkling water, but you don't want all the calories, you don't want it too sweet, and you still want refreshing, Aguas Frescas is the way to do it. It's It reads Minute Made, but it's actually a Coca-Cola skew, which is awesome. And so this has just been out a few months. Trust me, test it out. You are absolutely absolutely going to love it. Um, all right, but now, everybody, and give her loudest applause because the baby needs to hear it too, correct? Welcome to Wayne Williams <laughs> to According to Michelle Radio. Hey, everyone. Thank you for having me. Today. Yes. I'm glad you're here. Oh, you got me on Yes. Gosh. Yes. That thing looks huge on camera. It, it feels huge. He feels huge. Um, I'm just ready 
Count down the days. But you're like, you haven't slowed down. I mean, like, you are literally... I mean, actually, I thought Donna would have been the one to come in today because I'm like, she's pregnant. She's going to stop me. You're like, nope. Yeah, that, that's my entrepreneurship. I mean, I, I just feel like being an entrepreneur, it pushes you to do things that you ha- couldn't even imagine doing. I think that's motherhood in general, right? Yep, yep, um, yep. It's one of the most rewarding and challenging experiences, but I think it really pushes me to do what I do because I have a five-year-old as well. The yeah. business is five years old, so... We, I've been a mom since I've been in business and right. I'm just, I haven't stopped yet. So, so talk to me about, because here's the thing, and here's why I think you can really instill some knowledge and some help with people. Um, that transition, right? I mean, you know, you have a broadcast um, um, degree from Georgia State, right? And so, so I have a, a broadcast degree from North Carolina Central University, but then also a marketing um a master's in marketing from, Georgia, from State Georgia State University. Got yes. it. Okay. Thank uh-huh. you for the correction. Um, but did you, I mean, was it always PR? Like what was, because you worked corporate. Yeah. You, first, you know right? what? So I worked corporate, but it was, uh, I was a contractor. So it was never like I was fully in a position to where it was just like, okay, doing a, your a corporate worker. Right. Um, it was just like a opportunity that came about. And then once I made my decision to move to Atlanta, because I'm not from Atlanta, I right. came here to pursue my dreams for PR. Then they offered me a full-time position. And I'm like, well, I think what I'm meant to do is still come to Atlanta. So I didn't even take the, the offer. Right. <laughs> to actually be a, say I'm a solidified corporate worker now. So, yeah. So you hail from North Carolina. I hail from North Carolina. So I'm originally from New Jersey. Uh, my mom moved down to North Carolina to give us a better life. Um, went to high school there. Then I went to college in, in Durham, North Carolina. And then a year after college, I was just like, I just didn't feel fulfilled. I'm mm. just like, I'm not doing what I really love. Like, while I was an undergrad, I had internships um, in marketing and PR um, in, in sports and entertainment. But I just... I. So I knew I always wanted to do something within the mass comm area, within right. media. I just didn't know exactly what. But then I graduated and I'm like, okay, let me look more into the different careers and fields that I can do. And I felt like PR was one of the things that really stuck with me. Um, so that year after graduating, I was just like, okay, I'm going to Atlanta to pursue PR. And that's what I did. And seven years later, here we are today. So let me ask you this. You said your mom um, moved you guys down here to for a better life. Mm-hmm. Was it just you and your mom and your sister? So oh, my mom had five girls. So I grew up in the house of five girls. So five you have four girls. boys. I yeah. have four boys. She yeah. had five girls, uh, a set of twins. Yeah. Um. So we all moved down in a truck. A but U-Haul. with no dad. My my stepfather came stepfather. too. My, okay, so my my mother knows of North Carolina from my stepfather. We don't. I don't have. I don't have roots here right. in the south. Yeah. Um. So it was a. It was a definitely a different transition. Yeah. Because because Jersey. It's totally different from yeah. any. And all of our family lived up up there. So it was like we was coming down to be a part of my stepfather's family and and what he kind of knew of. Right. Um and it was it was different. It was different. But when when they met, he he told her about North Carolina and eventually it was just like we were we're coming and we we're like, Why? Like <laughs> why are we leaving? Nobody wants to come to North Carolina, but I think it was one of the best decisions she could have made. Why? Um, I think because just growing up in the community and areas that we did, I don't I feel like either way, I still probably would have came out great, you know, mm-hmm. but I think just your environment plays a role in a lot, right? Right. Um, especially when you have 
different um, people that you're surrounded with that may not be as positive or right. uplifting or the just the opportunities you have. Right. I feel like my mother moving to North Carolina allowed us to have a little bit more opportunities, even though it's the South, right? Even though it's the South, but I think just her changing her environment made her show up as a better mom for us. Wow. Yeah. How old were you when you moved? So I was 12. We were 12. Gotcha. I, me and Donna were 12 years old. My older sister, she was in high school, and I had two younger sisters. So they basically, my youngest, basically all she knows is North Carolina. Right. Yeah. So you feel like your mom moving, I love how you said this, made her show up as a better mother for you guys. Yeah. I hope you caught that. We've got Dwayna Williams in the house with uh, co-founder of TGND, the girls next door um, PR firm, consulting group. But dang, what? Okay, because here's why I, I want to dive into this for a second. Okay. Because your passion is mompreneurs, mm -hmm. women in business. And you saw, was your mom an entrepreneur? Was she? No, she worked. She okay. worked until she couldn't work anymore. But she worked. But she worked. Yeah. She was a hard worker. Uh huh. And so that's clearly where you get that from. Yeah. So as a mom now, mompreneur, right, yourself, what does that mean she showed up better for us? And how did that, how does that translate as you're showing up? For your children you know what um i think and, and this is something i had to learn when i became a mom it's just like if you're not fully 100 percent the best version of yourself is is you're lacking with the your offspring or just the people that's around you and surrounding you right mm -hmm. um so i felt like her moving allowed her to have a clearer mind it allowed her to, and, and, and I think this is something that I did too unintentionally in, in grad in college. I went away to Durham, North Carolina, which is a two and a half hour drive, but it allowed me to grow. Right. It still got right? you out of home. Right. right. It allowed yeah, me to yeah. grow. And I think the big move being that she didn't have her family around, it allowed her to grow and it kind of pushed her to do more than what she would probably be more comfortable with doing in, in New Jersey, you know? Um... So I, I think just the, the fact that she made the sacrifice to say, okay, well, even though my family is here, even though this is what my kids are used to, again, my sister was in high school. Who wants to move in high school? Golly, was she <laughs> right? Like, don't she, say like a junior or a senior. She was a junior. Woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just ah. like, that was uh, tough in itself. And then right. we, we just didn't want to move to North Carolina. We, we was like, why why are we doing this? Um, And we kind of hated it for the first couple of years. But right. now I get it. Because it's the South, too. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's interesting. A friend of mine, when I was in New York, and I was telling him, I was like, yo, I think I'm going to start doing some more stuff in New York. And he said, be careful. And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, I just want to live in New York. He's like, no, you don't. It's busy. It's and, the hustle and bustle. Well, he said kind of what you're saying. It's in the same space. But he was basically saying that New York, because of the aggression and because of the fast pace and because, like, it literally, he's from New York, mm -hmm. born and raised. And he was like, it has the tendency to do something to people. Yeah. And he was like, you don't want to become that person. Yeah. So he's like, in limited spurts, yes, go for it. But just be very careful when you immerse yourself, especially in like entertainment or in the spotlight or because he was like, it will. Like, I know he's, you know, he's like, I know this is. Yeah. It, the different but, areas is like you grow up in a hard area. You become like hard. And it's right. Like, or just, I don't know, certain emotions yeah. and things that you are accustomed to down here it's just like you know you have friendly people yeah yeah you have people that are kind of like more community based right um they're just kind of like well you have your family um y'all do what y'all do 
you, you a day up, sun up, sundown, and, and it's the same thing, and it's really fast paced. So I think just slowing down for us allowed her to show up um, more as herself mm. and to really start to understand who she was as a person and what she loved and what she liked and what she didn't like. Right. Um, and I think that translates to my, my motherhood journey because I, I just feel like just learning the different things that I, I experienced with my mom, the the mom that I, the version of the mom that I had in New Jersey versus yeah. the version of the mom that I had in North Carolina, my, that whole transition allowed me to just show up um, intentionally and authentically for my child. Yeah, so um, I, I, I I applaud her for it. At first, I was just like, I like, why would you do this? But mm-hmm. it, you know, everything happens for a reason, and I think um, just going to North Carolina Central Univers- University has played a tremendous role in just like me elevating myself as a person too. And I'm like, if I wasn't living in North Carolina, would I have went to that school? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So right. I think everything right. works for a reason. And then I met my husband there. Okay. You know, so it's like, I, I think there are there are definitely a lot of beneficial things that came out of her, us moving to North Carolina. And I think one of the, the, the main things that I learned from this is just to not be afraid to take risk and just to do something that's uncomfortable for you. Right. Because right. again, she had no clue about anything in North Carolina. Say She's that never again. been here. Say that again. To just uh, be willing to take risks and do things that allow you to be uncomfortable. Because that, that, when you get uncomfortable, that means you're growing. Right. Yeah. Right. And I hear people say too, you know, if, if the dream doesn't feel uncomfortable, right? If the dream feels like it's attainable, it's probably not big enough. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that too. It's not and big that, that's enough. That's the truth. And that's scary. Yeah. That's really scary because you're like, I, I can't, like, I can't do that. If you say I can't do that, that means that's absolutely what you should be trying. Yes. <laughs> trying to do, right? Mm-hmm. So, so you, so you're doing contract work mm-hmm. and you know you're going to be broadcast media, somewhere in the media space, you don't know what it looks like. And then you're like, I, I am going to bet on Duena. Yeah, right? I was like, I'm going to bet on Dwayna. How'd I, you know to bet on Dwayna, though? And talk to be, talk to Real 1100 listeners about this and Instagram about this, because this this is where people don't know. They don't know when to bet on themselves. You know, when when I felt unfulfilled, I, I'm just like, so I, I don't think anybody really talks about the transition from graduating and then getting really getting out into the real world, right? right. I mean, because we're in school. I mean, we're older. We're not in high school anymore. So we are, we're again to experience the world, but you don't really experience the world until you get that degree. And then you're sitting here trying to figure out, okay, well, what am I saying? And I felt like I did everything that I was supposed to do in in, in grad school. So I'm like, why wasn't things moving the way I wanted them to move? And I was even questioning my faith at that point. Really? Yeah. That, that first, that first year of me graduating was really tough for me. It was tough. So did you feel, were you applying for jobs and not getting them? No, I was applying for jobs, not getting them. They were like, you're not qualified, um, denied before I feel like they even looked at my application. Um, it was just a lot of different things. And I, when I tell you, I applied to like five to 10 jobs a day. Are you serious? When I tell you, I was putting in the work and nothing was happening for me. But then I go to um, Robert Half. It's yeah, like a, yeah uh, I know Robert Half. Yeah, so in recruiting. recruiting agency. And then they're able to place me somewhere just for temporary work. But then the bo- the my boss saw how good I was at what I was doing, which was inputting rates for a hotel, um, a, a really big hotel brand. Um, 
and just showing up to work every day and and being excited to be on the team. Right. I'm like, I'm the youngest one. I'm the only black one. Right. Yeah. So you got to rep. You got to rep the young people. You got to rep black women. Yeah. Yeah. So I I just feel like I was just doing stuff that didn't fulfill me. And I'm just like, what am I doing? So then I, I really started to get into my fitness journey and working out and kind of like trying to figure out where I was mentally. Um, and I was just like, you know what, Doina, you have to go. Like North Carolina is not where you're supposed to be. I feel like when you start to feel unfulfilled in the areas that you're in, you have to really start listening to that and making changes. Right. Um, and that's what I did. Cause I feel like it was, it was like my mental health was starting to affect my health in a sense. It was like, I'm not, I'm not fulfilled. I started to feel sick some days. Like really? I wasn't probably eating. I wasn't eating right. So, it, it, so once I got to and to the gym, and I'm like, okay, let me get my mind together. I'm like, okay, I know what I gotta do. I gotta move. I gotta move. So you have this thought, and that's when, like, that's one of those dreams where you're like, okay, this, how am I gonna do this, mm-hmm. right? But you're like, you knew, you gotta do it. Yeah. So what I did was I worked full time. During the day. And, and you then were doing, I went, that's I when did, you were at Robert Half? Yep. And then okay. I did my part-time job. I used to work at The Gap in high school. Okay. I mean, in, in college. Yeah. So I just went and did part-time work after I got off 9 to 5. Yep. So I, I got home at around 11 o'clock. And I did that every day. So I saved all my Gap checks for my move. I was just like, we're going to really? we're moving. Okay. So, all right. Let's talk. I mean, and we're going to have to take a break here in a second. But this is so awesome, Duana, because... People are listening to this. I got real 1100 AM people right now that are trying to figure it out, Mm -hmm. right? We got Instagram, but we got people who are going to be on Team Replay that are like, I want to be an entrepreneur, right? Or maybe they just want to make a job change or they just want to do something different. And everybody talks about, oh, yeah, when it's time to go, it's time to go. Or when it's time to, you know, but nobody dives in to help people. Like, it's actionable steps. Actionable steps. Actionable steps. And so, guys, I hope you're hearing. We got Dwayna Williams in here. She's a co-founder of TGND Consulting, a PR firm based here out of Atlanta. And, um, and she's talking about what she did to make the change when she realized it was time to make the change. Mm-hmm. And so she was working two jobs, saving her gap checks at night to position herself for a move because somebody, God, the universe, your girl at Gap was like, Atlanta's where you need to be. Yeah, yeah. How'd you know it was Atlanta? So I actually... Actually, no, don't answer that. Okay. We're going to take a break. <laughs> I just looked down at the clock. Oh, it's 4.50. It's break time. You know, I don't have Jarrell here, so I'm like, I'm flying. Like, I'm doing a lot of things on my own here. Guys, you're listening to, according to Michelle Radio, we got Dwayna Williams in the house who was giving us, dropping jewels, actionable steps about how she started her entrepreneurial journey that is working out pretty well because she has like one of the top, you know, one of her clients was in Times Square on Saturday and Sunday. So I'm just saying she got to be living right. <laughs> it's according to Michelle Radio right here on Real 1100 AM. Guys, we got to take a quick break. We're going to come back and then you're going to answer that question. It will be time for senseless shenanigans too. And don't forget, you can call in 404-603-8770 at 530. You can talk to Duana yourself. But senseless shenanigans is brought to us by Infinity of South Atlanta. You guys don't want to miss this one. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Michelle. 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 Take this one here for me and my DJ. All right, guys. Welcome back. It is five o'clock on According to Michelle Radio, right here on Real Eleven Hundred. 
AM. We are here with Dwayna Williams, the co-founder of TGND Consulting Group. She, that is a, a, a public relations firm, but she's an image consultant, a brand consultant. I mean, she's like a consultant, which is why consulting is under after her name, TGND Consultant. See what she did there? She's like, I'm just gonna make this easy <laughs> yeah. for people. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. We got. Uh, Instagram chiming in. What's going on, Instagram? Hey, Tila's Tease, John Copeland, and one other, which I can't see. I don't know who that is. But welcome to, according to Michelle Radio, and of course, welcome to iHeartRadio, all of our uh, listeners who are listening from around the globe. Everybody's here. And as you come in on Instagram, drop me a comment. I'll make sure I give you a shout out. All right. Since the shenanigans today is brought to us by Infinity of South Atlanta. If you need a new car, they got you. If you need to lease a car, they got you. If you need a used car, they got you. And if you need another car, they got you. Please make sure and go say hello to Alan Rochelle and all of his wonderful sales team. And they are rebuilding their service department. They at one time had the best service in all the Infinity dealers in America. And they were rebuilding to that too. So go and check them out. They are at 770-729-4843. And a little birdie told me they might have a beautiful billboard right off of Camp Creek Parkway next to the racetrack. Um, I'm the little birdie that told me that because it's it's actually it's in my billboard slide up there. So, <laughs> But make sure if you see them, when you go and see them, you tell Alan, I saw your name up in the sky. And Alan and his team will hook you up. Infinity of South Atlanta. And I mean, Infinity's a beautiful car, right? I may have to get me one, Alan. Can you save me the new the new QX80 uh, uh, that's coming out? That looks fire. I can't wait to drive that for six months um, as part of our branding deal. I just spoke that into existence. <laughs> Alan's probably like, what? Wait, wait, when did we sign that contract? All right, make sure you go tell them. Uh, go and see them and make sure you tell them that the MT Dubs sent you. All right, it's time for Senseless shenanigans. Shenanigans! 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 <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh every time. And I don't know where you find this stuff at all. That was an episode of South Park that I've never seen. Okay. We love South Park. <laughs> South Park is awesome. All right. So what you got today, Greg? Uh, well, first, I want to say I know that um, you... Didn't want anything that came out of Florida, but uh, yeah, I'm so sick. This of was way. coincidental. Yeah, no, because y'all y'all hate on Florida man. Now I'm sick of y'all hating on Florida man. We're not well, doing th- that. This is a Florida woman this time. Oh, gosh, uh, but it not not. I don't think Florida has much to do with what the shenanigan actually is. Okay, um, all right. So I want to go around the room first. What's your favorite dipping sauce? My favorite dipping sauce? Oh, man, Instagram, what's your favorite dipping sauce? Uh, what's your Honey favorite mustard. dipping sauce, Duane? Honey mustard. Honey, Honey mustard? mustard. Yeah. Okay. What's yours? Chipotle. Chipotle? Is that a dipping sauce? Okay, we'll take it. <laughs> She's like, yeah, it is. <laughs> My favorite dipping sauce is, I'm a honey mustard girl, too. I like honey mustard. Instagram, what's your favorite dipping sauce? Okay, I don't know what is about to happen with this dipping sauce. <laughs> uh, I'm scared to ask, friends. Well, I, I also like honey mustard and Polynesian sauce. Uh, but, oh, yeah, Polynesian's good. Um, so for those who are way into TikTok, there's been a TikTok sensation known as pink sauce. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know exactly what story you're about to talk about. Yes, pink sauce. Okay, but I don't know. Uh, transparently, I don't know the whole, what's the deal with the pink sauce? So it's um, a dragon fruit spiked 
dipping sauce which uses ranch okay. question mark or mayonnaise or milk uh the what? person who invented okay. the pink sauce um i know she's known as chef pie or chef p okay um but she invented the pink sauce and does not want to give out the ingredients but the reason why uh she's part of this segment today is that there have been a lot of issues with her selling the sauce and it not being FDA approved. Right. She Because she said FDA because it wasn't a drug, right? Right. Right. She did not know the F in FDA stands for food. Right. Uh, so there have been a lot of issues with uh, she launched the, the product on July 1st and uh, selling bottles of pink sauce for $20 a pop. <laughs> yeah. Um, there have been some issues that people have seen as far as the labels, saying it has 444 servings, but uh, that was she got carried the one too far or oh something like gosh, that. Oh my gosh, this is so the servings were too She's much. having all kinds of issues. And uh, the color, like it's supposed to be pink, right? Like a neon pink, but then it was like a pastel pink. So the colors were changing. But she's saying that, well, I didn't put as much dragon fruit in it because that would affect bowel movements or something that affects. So people got different colors of what was supposed to be the same thing. Okay. Um, and she may or may not have used milk. And when you ship milk-based products unrefrigerated, mm -hmm. uh, they can spoil right, fairly right, right. quickly. So people got, when they got their bottle... It was basically spoiled product. Oh, my gosh. So she was working to get those people refunded. Um, but she has not given up on the product. Wait, how old is the product? Like, is this a new it, thing? It started July 1st. So she yeah. just started Pink Sauce, and she's got, okay, quality. There's this so many. This is why you need a team. This, this is, is why you example. need <laughs> a team. So Pink Sauce, first of all, Sharif. Hey, Sharif. Oh, let me say hey. To, let me make sure I give. Uh, okay, H. McLaren, what's up? Hi, how are you? What's up, Mr. Shaw Jones? That's Sharif. How are you? Sharif said his favorite sauce is Chick-fil-A sauce. What's up, Ransaw01? That's from Chicago. Uh, H. McLaren says ranch is his favorite sauce. Ranch? Mm, okay. What's up, Shay Renee? She's back. Okay, there's a lot of issues going on with this pink sauce. So it just launched July 1st. Right. And it's a dipping sauce. Yes. One, she didn't realize... Food and Drug Administration. I remember seeing something on one of the comments, <laughs> and somebody was like, it's not just pharmaceutical, <laughs> and they pronounced, I mean, they spelled F-A-R-M. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, y'all are killing her. Okay, so she didn't know that. Her product is inconsistent. Yes. And she's using, okay. It sounds like a lawsuit. She needs to shut down operations Immediately, and she needs a team because if she had anybody in PR, they would be like, Shut down everything, don't say anything, don't talk to the media, don't talk to Facebook, don't talk to Instagram. You're done. Am I right or wrong? You're right, and you know, she went live, right? On I saw, yeah. I did see, like, what? Who is this? Okay, so this is great. That is senseless shenanigans, yes, but I want to turn this. This is perfect that we have a PR person in the house right now to discuss this because everybody in business listen up and listen closely if you 
are having problems in your business and something, the bottom falls out, tell us, what do you need to do? Well, well, the first thing is, you, be, be, if she would have hired somebody that does PR, they would have kind of shut that down before she even pushed it out because that's, you're not authentic. Right. For one, you don't have clarity. You don't have, because you clearly don't know what products you're using. You're using milk one day, rinse that. <laughs> it's like you don't have a, consi- you don't really, you're you're selling something that's fake. And that's ultimately going to going to have a bad turnout. So, right, right. I mean, she couldn't consult with anybody around that um, instead of just pushing that product out. But I, I think, too, this is a prime example of how people go viral on social media and then just think they can just pop out with a business. Right. It's like, no, you can't do that. But um, I, I think, too, even with, you know, say, for example, if her product was good and she just had this kind of like mishap of not really understanding what her, her, her product even is. is or what industry she's in. <laughs> um, I, I I just feel like if she hired, had somebody on her team, it wouldn't even got this far. Clearly, like, it would have kind of like took baby steps. Right. But I think now that she has come out and has done this damage to where she's like, doesn't even know what FDA means and doesn't even have like whatever you need to be uh, in this industry, patent, whatever. Um, go ahead and just take it off the shelves. Yeah. And, and figure something else out because th- this is not it. Um, but what I, what I do want to say is since she's now speaking on social media, she needs to figure out a way to rectify this. Like, um, because it's out there now. Yeah. So at this point, she got to she got to fix it. You, you want to take some classes? You, you want to? <laughs> I, I mean, give us a live at you know the FDA's headquarters. Like, <laughs> I, I, I need. <laughs> I would need for you to do something to where I, I feel like you know what you're what you're talking about, but this is kind of tarnishes the trust of your customers. Right, right. Something that they're putting inside of their bodies. Absolutely. I, I, I don't know. It, I think she's is, done. It has gone far enough where someone faked their death as because of you know uh, consuming the sauce. Um, there, uh, there's a Reddit, a subreddit called Pink Sauce Snark, which everyone tries to they're, they're trying to get her you know trying to they're coming after her. right right but right. she is working with a laboratory to uh make sure that the sauce is consistent right consistently made each time um she is uh talking with the uh with the fda about you know making sure it's approved or at least safe to consume right and um like she is an actual chef, uh, but uh, it appears that she's unlicensed. I, I, she's sweaty. unlicensed, <laughs> and because in Florida, there's something called the cottage food law, where you can operate um, a restaurant or some kind of kitchen as an unlicensed chef, as long as you don't make more than two hundred and fifty thousand annually. So she's operating under that as well. Mm. Yeah, so it's getting, always... getting together with the FDA, which is what I kind of mentioned, that's that's smart for her to do because it's just like we, we don't even know what we're putting in our bodies at this right. point. Who wants to eat, eat that? Um, but, yeah. She needs some See, damage control. She needs Olivia Pope, a.k.a. She needs Olivia Dwayna Pope. Williams. She needs Olivia Pope. I like that correlation. Yes. <laughs> Olivia Pope slash, yeah, because, and, and that's the thing. I think, you know, there's so many aspects of starting a business and repping a brand um, that people don't think about. 
Like, you don't think about what goes wrong. All we think about is, I got this, I got this idea, I'm going to do it, there's no plan, you know what I mean? And it's going to be great, but we don't think about all, like, what if I run out of money? What if I don't have enough money to get started? What if I, you know, and that's why the first thing, when Greg, you mentioned this and you were done, the first thing you said was, clearly, she does not have a team. And that's the biggest thing, is team. Team, team, team. Even if, I mean, listen, I get it. You're going to start off as a solopreneur, right? I mean, because mm-hmm. we'll have money for teams. But this is why when we do entrepreneurial consulting, I tell people, like, just like you, you didn't jump into coming. You didn't just pack all your crap up one day and drive to Atlanta. You saved and planned. Strategy. Like, yeah. It's a strategy, right? Like, if you're going to start a business, you need to figure out what is the budget? How much money? You need opening expenses and operating expenses for six to 12 months in that business so that the chances of you running out of money before you start making money are cut in half right i mean like all of these things it's just what is it the seven p's poor planning prevents proper performance is that six wait one two three four five Okay, math isn't my thing unless it's got dollar signs in front of it. I'm just saying, make sure you plan, people, and hire Dwayna for guys. And sense. you know, one of the things she could have done, she could have had like a tasting prior to like launching and right. selling out to people. It's just like you could have did more intimate t- testing well, before. She did. Okay, well, apparently there was some kind of uh, like. Well, it might have been like the neighbor scout or something. Uh, far as she went. Right, but that's okay. my point. She had like she had one tasting of one batch. And they catch, uh-huh. and they're like, it's great. And then maybe a pinch of this. So she's like Gargamel on the Smurfs. Razzle, dazzle, <laughs> she's like Gargamel. Man. You know what I mean? So anyway, Shannon on Instagram says, even Jesus had a team, the 12 disciples. No, that is facts right there. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Shannon. Yeah, let me make sure I go back. Hey, JQ, what's going on, 1911? Dr. Lipman, how are you? Good to see you. Okay, thank you so much. Greg, for senseless shenanigans. That is senseless. Let me tell you what else is senseless. Y'all are going to leave Florida people alone. I'm just telling you. I'm <laughs> sick of Florida man, and I'm sick of Florida woman. And I Florida does it to themselves. I mean, I'm not, I don't want any more senseless shenanigans with Florida people for the rest of the year. This madness stops right now. If any of these people come out of Duval County, we got a problem. Because you know I'm hashtag Duval's girl, right? <laughs> yeah. No, nothing. Okay. Thank you for Senseless Shenanigans. That was great. That was fun. Senseless Shenanigans brought to us by Infinity of South Atlanta. Affordable luxury right in the heart of SoFu down in Union City. Make sure you call Alan at 770-729-4843 and check out him, his sales team, his service. They are there to take care of you. And, of course, make sure you tell them the MT Dubs sent you. Okay. So we got Dwayne Williams here. She is the co-founder of TGND. And actually, I'm glad one of my Sharif, if you're still in uh, on Instagram, this is somebody you should know because he's in production and um, and he asked me not too long ago about, you know, if he needed a PR firm and if he, you know, what what do I do to get my brand out there and how do you get out more and how do you get coverage and and all of these things. So I'm glad you're on Sharif. This could be very helpful for you. So let's talk. So you, <clears throat> excuse me, the question I asked you when we went to break was. What made you settle on Atlanta? How did you know Atlanta was the place? But then I want to talk about how you moved into this PR space. And I want to dive into that for our listeners so that they could know when is it time to get representation. 
Yeah, so um, it was either going to be Atlanta or Maryland for me because I, I had the intention of starting my PR career but also going to grad school. Um, and so the, those was my two opportunities to either move to Georgia or move to Maryland. Um, but when I kind of like looked at the different schools and kind of looked at, you know, the community of people that look like me doing their thing out here in Atlanta, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is where I want to be. Right. I want to be in Atlanta. Right, right, um, right. I have when I came here, I started as a junior publicist for um, a PR firm, and I feel like that experience had taught had taught me a lot. Um, through my opportunities of being a junior publicist, I was still working, trying to find a uh, nine to five so I can make more money. Um, and then I ended up working at a black um, media company for a couple of years while I was office manager. I, they was allowing me to put my feet into some PR work because they knew that was my passion. Um, but then I was just starting to do my own thing on the side, right? I'm just like, okay, let me go ahead and just try to do some freelance work on the side while I'm doing this. Is that where the fact were you doing some fashion consulting? Because I so, know you have a passion for fashion. No, that's Donna. Oh my God, that's did you Donna. See? Did you hear the bars? Passion for fashion. Passion. Another I mean, one. They're coming. Another one. <laughs> Another one in my DJ Cali voice. They're coming out of nowhere. I'm not even trying, friends. Okay, as you were. Yeah, so that's actually Donna. Donna is oh, so Donna's the, the fashion. And I, can, we, I can actually tell you the story about how we even decided to be business partners, yeah. essentially, because I knew that I wanted to do PR, right? Um, but during that time of me moving to Georgia and things that I made sure, Donna was working in uh, marketing sales, but then she also worked at Nordstrom's, which she was a stylist at. Okay. And she really um, started to learn that she had a... a a passion for fashion as you say there you right? go you're welcome i'm i am <laughs> trademarking that nobody touch it yeah so so um the reason why we came together and in, in, in business in, um anyways is to actually help people realize that their brand image plays a huge part on pr right um and i say that because we have these thought leaders out here these experts that has really great knowledge about things but when they're showing up digitally or they're showing up to interview or showing up to red carpet they're not showing up as the person that we need to need to know them to be right right um and we know that image is everything um you walk in a room um the first thing i'm gonna pay attention to is what you look like right. um what you have on how you're presenting yourself and um we, we just wasn't seeing that. So I would get people featured in the media, local news st- uh, stations and things of that nature. And they would show up with, you know, um, lines, like shirts with oh, patterns exactly. and yep. lines. And it's just like, whoa, that's going to be distraction, right. distracting for the, ca- the camera. Or you're you're showing up to an interview and your, your bra is showing, right? <laughs> or like different things like that to where it was just like you're not really showing up as a person that we can be, truly believe and say that this is a thought leader. Right. But not only that, I realized like through the process of pitching people that they weren't either showing up on social media authentically right they didn't have a cohesive brand on social media or they didn't even have a website right and, That's and, right. and but i'm pitching you to the media and when they're trying to search you to, to yeah be, and they, they can't, can't find, find you. you right <laughs> or when they do find you your website looks a mess right um your social media platform looks like who was running this and why <laughs> and, and nothing nothing is lining up with the pitch that i created for you right the story because i'm I making you, you look like you know michelle obama right and you look like so we decided somebody to, else. Yeah. I'm not gonna name. 
So that's one of the reasons why we decided to come together because she does her image consulting things and that nature. It was so funny because as doing my freelance work before we even really got into business together, she would send me a, a, a picture or a screenshot and was like, "Why is this the, the person you got featured? Why is her bra hanging out? Or why is this and this on the in, I, the in the in the I mean like on the yeah. in the magazine shoot? Or, no, well, the, the or on the, the t- interview? The interview, the TV interview. Wouldn't somebody there say, "Well, I guess, well you, you, know. you know, if you don't have a, if you don't have a team, that's then, right. Then yeah, you're right. No, you don't. You're right. Yeah. So this right. is why you need to hire someone like us so we can make sure that before you even go to your interview, right. we're vetting the outfit. Right. We're putting the pieces together. Right. Um. You're you're doing uh you're you're getting dressed prior to the interview to make sure you look good before you just go in the, on that day. So the only thing that you have to think about that day is the the. Um, tips that that you're giving right. your audience, right? All you got to do is show up and All open you your do mouth. Is show up, right? right? We'll make sure you look presentable showing up. Um, but then also, not even just showing up. When you have that CTA, that call to action at the end of your interview. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that you're getting people back to a website that looks decent. Yeah. We want to make sure that we get, you're getting people back to your social media account that 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 looks cohesive and right. that is branded so people can really say, oh, I trust this person. Right. Um, because even though I may come to you as a thought leader and, and say all these great things, if I, I, the first thing I'm going to do, especially in this generation, we're going to we're going to Google you. That's right. We're going to look you up on social media. We're going to see what you're talking about. Yeah. Right. We're going to see what you value. That's right. These are things that needs to be displayed within your your digital presence. So this is what we do for clients. Um, but I was saying that I knew Atlanta was the place because I just wanted to be amongst people that look like me. Right. And I was doing a lot of amazing things within the realm that I wanted to be in. Right. And I wanted to be around. I just wanted to be around a community of me. Like, like, I need to get out here and be around black people that are doing their things. Um, and I, I knew that this place would allow me to further my career, make connections that are everlasting. Right. I still have relationships with people that I met when I first came here seven years ago. Right. Um, so really, relationships is one of the things that has gotten me to where I'm in t- I am today. Right. Because even with uh, meeting you, we realized what we have a connection with Morris Brown College. That's right. Right? Because we, right. we did some work with Morris Brown College. Yep. And um, just that, knowing that we have a relationship with Dr. James, it was just like, okay, that's credibility right That's there. right. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, because so, when y'all said that, I was like, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Keep and, talking. I'm, and, I'm listening. And you actually uh, advertised the commercial that we were able to put to, help that's put right. together. That's right. produce. Yes. That's right. We, we helped with the brand image and strategy as well as the influencer marketing and just the kind of whole storyline around Morris Brown getting back out there. And so, it's actually running. That commercial is running on the replays of According yeah, to the Yeah, the trade right school now. was so amazing to, to work on that project with us. Pro Bono. They're amazing people. But, right. yeah, and, and even with that opportunity of working with the trade school to even get that to happen for Morris Brown College that was built off relationships everything is relationships and and that's PR and that's why Mm. PR is important important yeah so okay we gotta take a quick break we're gonna come back when we come back you guys can call in 404-603-8770 we've got Dwayna right here she is all things knowledgeable as when it comes to PR Um, and I'm telling you I can speak firsthand to their diligence and professionalism in the market. This is absolutely what they do. When we come back, I want to talk about Women's History Month and your passion for helping women specifically show up as this authentic self that you say, right? Whether it's in clothing or in speech, you know, whatever that looks like. But like I said, we've got a couple guys. I mean, JQ is on Instagram right now and he has a, a, a watch company. Thank you, JQ. He's actually sending me 
one of his watches. But like, you got to find a way to get the word out about your founder, about your brand, about what you do. And some of it's advertising, but PR is a form of advertising. Come on now, advertising guru, let them know. You're listening to According to Michelle on Real Radio, uh, Real 1100 AM right now. Shout out to all of our iHeart listeners and Instagram. We come back, 404-603-8770. You can call in for Ask Michelle, sponsored by Credit Hub. Don't go anywhere. We'll be waiting for you. Michelle. That's me. What's up, guys? Welcome back to According to Michelle Radio. And it's 530. You know what that means. It's time for... No? You already played it? Sorry, sorry. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. Like, guys, let me tell you. <laughs> okay. All right. I was a very bad radio host right then. I got completely sidetracked. I started looking at Instagram. I'm not even going to lie. Like, there's no reason. I'm showing up as my authentic self. Yeah. I'm being authentic. I'm just telling you. I started watching stuff on Instagram. I got so distracted. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Who's this cute girl out here talking all these great things? I was like, oh, that's me. And then I just lost. I got lost in myself. I completely, completely got lost on myself and myself. But now I'm back, and we are back, and it's 530, and you know what that means. It's time for Ask Michelle. 404-603-8770. Instagram, if you want to call in, you can talk to our PR expert we've got in the house today. You can ask me a question if you want to. You can ask me just about anything. Will I answer? I don't know. You know what I mean? Um and then we can talk about whatever you want. But right now, 404-603-8770. And welcome back. Real 1100 AM listeners, Instagram. Welcome back. What's going on? Shay, Renee, Macaroons. Hey, Tila's Tease. She is back, too. Um, all right. So we don't have, do we have a caller on the line yet? Nope. Okay. So then we can dive back into this. I want to talk a little bit about Women's History Month, right? Um, and the passion and zeal that both of you guys have for women not just entrepreneurs, but mompreneurs. Um, and I, I really go back. I'm so glad that we talked a little bit about the, not necessarily the relationship you have with your mom, but how you saw your mom showing up for you, mm-hmm. right? And that you didn't realize it at the time. But we don't. We don't realize at the time that our parents are showing up for us when they're showing up for us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but how that, there was an, a, a very stark alignment between how that and how you show up for your kids almost yeah. now, right? So what's the, why is mompreneurs the focus? Yeah, so back in March, well, really was the end of February, but I will say March is when we really decided to change the avenue of like who we were, who our niche was. And one of the things that we realized we were really passionate about and that we could basically, um, really talk about is mompreneurship, right? Because we're moms ourselves. And through the process of just trying to start a business, grow a business, and then in our midst of transitioning to really start to scale our business, we realize like the sweet spot is mompreneurs. Like if we're mompreneurs ourselves, we've been putting ourselves out there when it comes to PR and the different things that we're doing digitally. We can do it for other moms as well. Um, but then also just the the... We, we, we really love the community of women, right? Um, our, like like I said, we grew up with five 
girls in the house. My mother had That's five girls. So I know what that that looks like, community of women. And I just want to uh, start to uplift more people that are women that look like us. Um, essentially um just but just women in general i feel like we have so many different roles that we play um and as we become moms we can get lost in the identity of motherhood um mm. but we want other moms to say know, that again yeah but we yeah. want other moms to know that there's more to you than just your roles and in, in the household we want your voices to be heard we want your dreams to be told um and we, we want you to not just get kind of boggled down in um in the overwhelm and juggling the household whether you're married a single mom um just just essentially like just knowing the experience of having a child and, and how that impacts your life because there's a, a total difference from when you didn't have kids right um you can really lose yourself in, in motherhood and, and it's funny because it's not really funny but we realize that like a lot of women have the same stories and struggles that we have because we have a, mo- a mommy hustle group okay. on Facebook. It's called Mommy Hustle, um, and we just had a live in there like, this past week, and we were just sharing some of the things, whether we worked in corporate or whether we worked in um, as an entrepreneur in our own businesses. And we were just sharing some of the things we experienced as moms, like going to corporate office from nine to five and not not feeling like you're showing up enough for your kids mm-hmm. or working from home um and then maybe still not showing up as you need to in the household right because you're there but maybe not present right, right? yeah um and we realized like so many people can correlate can relate to us right and a lot of our experience a lot of our experiences are the same so why not be able to amplify the voices of mompreneurs and i think too also with the impact of COVID and the great resignation that's been going on lately. Like women are really trying to step out into um, their own and then also kind of just making sure that they align their values with what it is that they really want to do and are passionate about. Right. Mm -hmm. And do you think, I'm going to ask you about the great resignation from like, you know, an entrepreneurship and a PR standpoint. It's my belief that as great as entrepreneurship is, and it's awesome, it is. Everybody is not meant to do this. Everybody is not. It's not. Everybody's not meant to do this. And you know, there's an element of, especially if you're by yourself for a minute, right? You don't have a team. You're gonna have to show up in places that you probably weren't meant to show up, right? You know what I mean? You, you know. And um, so one of the things that I I like to say is like, you really have to. We, we, we say we don't want women to have to do it all, right? But when you're starting <laughs> off as an entrepreneur, you got to do it all, okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you're well, one of the key things is mindset of discipline. Like, um, if you're used to somebody kind of, like, micromanaging you and telling you how to get the job done and when to get the job done, entrepreneurship is not for you. Right. Um, if you're not disciplined. Yeah. Entrepreneurship is not for you. The other D word. <laughs> um, you have to be Sorry. disciplined and you have to have a mindset of like, kind of like just being pre- uh, uh, press. What am I trying to say? Persistent. Having perseverance. Mm-hmm. As you mentioned earlier with your with executive assistant. Yeah. And um, I don't know. You just really have to live the dream because you, you can say you want to do something. And then once you get into it, it's just like, oh, this is too hard. I don't want to do it anymore. Right. It, it, you you, you got to really stick with it. And I think, too, we're going to just like we saw the great resignation. We're going to see the great reassignment. <laughs> no, we probably, we probably will. People going to be like, uh, 
you know what, um, Delta, I'm going to get, can I get that customer service position back yeah. real quick? Like, yeah, because this is not for the faint of heart. So what are three things that mompreneurs can do, right, to really, you know, focus in, hone in, be authentic, get the job done? Like, what, what are three key things you think that all mompreneurs should know? Yeah, so the, the first thing, I, I really want people to start assessing assessing what makes them tick, like what really allows you to show up as your authentic self like when do you feel your your most authentic self like when do you feel like you're just showing up and just being present start taking note of that like personal inventory basically um the second thing i would say is allowing yourself to say no right i think as as women in general we we want to be there and do things for everybody we're nurturers right mm-hmm. um just allowing yourself to say no to things that doesn't serve you um, so that way you can really start focusing on what it is that you want to do um, and who you want to be. Um, and then the third thing, the third thing I would say. Oh, she smiles when she says that real 1100 a.m. <laughs> you can't see the smile. Well, I can. What's the third the, thing? The third thing I would say is just putting yourself out there. One of the things that I kind of allowed me to be here in Atlanta is like I was scared. Right. Yeah. I, I was fearful of like what could happen. But I was allowing myself to be seen and put, and put myself out there. I was so uncomfortable because sometimes I would go to events. Again, I don't know people here. I right. would go to events and I would just go to an event by myself. And I'm like just sitting there. And I used to be shy to wait. Right. Like I wasn't just walking up to people speaking. Now, And that's the Jersey thing too, right? That Northeastern yeah, closet. That's what y'all do. You're, you're like, if I don't deserve. know people, I'm not speaking. Yeah. Just stop looking at me. I'm not talking to you. Well, yes. you know. <laughs> so showing up, allowing yourself to show up, allowing yourself to show up and be out there and be seen. I think that's the key. And that that's what PR does for you. Like, and that's one of the things we want to do with moms, mompreneurs that are really um, changing lives for other people is allow them to be seen, put themselves out there and to show up as our authentic selves. And one of the things, too, that even I was talking to you, Michelle, about was just kind of like pulling out your story, like yeah. uh, being a, being um, OK with being transparent about your story, yeah. your, your background, where yeah. you come from. Hashtag lot- Duval's girl. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I think those are the three things that I would say um, that moms need to do, just women in general. Women so so let's break this down for a second. And I want you to talk in man, woman, adult, child, whatever. Okay, so we use this term authenticity and transparency, right? Which if we looked at the definition, everybody would know what the words look like on the page. But like, what does that mean, Dwayna? And just for those of you who might just be tuning in, we got Dwayna Williams here. She's the co-founder of TGND Consulting. They are a public relations firm here based out of Atlanta. Um, so what what does that mean when you say authentic? I know what I mean when I say it. What does it mean to you? To me, it just means uh, showing up without like a mask. I feel like um, just like you said earlier about the whole part of you know, you just, you, 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 if you make a mistake, it's like, okay for people to see that. Absolutely. Or if yeah. you, um, you know, we fall down and we, we get back up, like having that story be a, a connector for other people, for us, that's showing the better authentic self, just letting people know that you aren't perfect. Right. I think social media has done an amazing job and this could be a, a con. This is a con, but it's right. a, it does an amazing job of making th- things seem like they're perfect. Right. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, and we, we all know that that's not the case. 
So showing up as your authentic self is allowing people to see that you're human, allowing people to see that you're able to connect with them because you guys share similar stories. Allowing those stories to be told. Oh, to that's getting some hearts. I don't know who did yeah. it, but you got hearts on that one. Well, friend. I appreciate <laughs> it. But I think that for me, that's showing up as your authentic self. Yeah. Um, And just being you, just allowing yourself to be you, not wear a mask, not uh, show up how people think you should show up. Just right. show up as yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think people get, you know, we... From time to time, we get these buzz, buzzwords, right? Mm-hmm. D&I, transparency, authenticity, you know. And we throw this stuff around. You and I actually talked about this earlier, right? Where it's like, you know, people will say, um, who's your favorite person or who do you want to be like? or what? And people are just like, they're just repeating what everybody else is saying. Yeah. And there's no substance behind like the why. We talk about the why a lot. Like, why is this your favorite person? Like, why do you want to be authentic? Knowing right? Why. why? The why is the story. The story is in the why. I need to come up with bars on that. Okay, I'm going to make a note of that. I'm going <laughs> to make a rap song about it. Uh, but I mean, like, seriously, the why is so important. Because if you don't know the why, you can't do your job. Right. Right? And nobody, the team doesn't matter. This, it, no, the nobody team. Nobody really knows what, what, why, why you're showing up, why you, how you're showing up. Exactly. Yeah. So when does somebody say, okay, it's time for me to get representation. Like, I need the most authentic, best, sometimes not best. But you rep the best. Mm-hmm. You, you, I can be authentic and transparent on social media, but when you're pitching me, I need the best version of yeah. Michelle in so, those inboxes, right? So when does somebody say it's time? When you're looking to scale, um, when you feel like you have um, kind of tapped out on the roles that you have in your business where you feel like you need somebody to kind of branch off and be that person to create brand awareness and exposure for you. When you've reached a certain revenue goal, 1K, I would say maybe, because you have to be able to afford uh, a team, a publicist. Um, But I I feel like when you're really looking to scale, I feel like that's when you want to go ahead and hire a publicist. Again, everybody is not ready for a publicist because if you don't have your marketing plan down packed, if you don't have brand strategy, if you're not clear on your why, or if you're not, if you don't know like different, if if you don't know how to even market your business or you haven't really been marketing your business, you want to start there first with making sure that that, that's all set before we push you out because we want to make sure that when we're pushing your story out or when we create we're creating these media relation plans for you or when we doing we're doing these events for you your stuff is intact right um but i think i will say the number one thing for me is when you're looking to scale um when you're looking for uh, a community of people outside of the community that you're you've already grown when you're looking to reach the right. masses when you've hit the family and the friends and the people who love you and it's time to go beyond the wall, so to speak, to use and the Game you, of Thrones, yeah, you, which you probably don't know because you don't watch TV. Or I don't. Any yeah, I've never watched. She's Game like, what's <laughs> Game of Thrones? What's Game of Thrones? I know what it is, but I've never watched it a day in my life. Okay, so, real quick, before we take our last break, what specifically? I know you talked about your services, and we can come back on this when we get back. But what does a publicist do? Like, what's the difference between a publicist or a manager or an agent? Or you know what I mean? What is your specific job? So we help you get earned media. We help help you get your message earned out. Media. We help you get your message out into to a greater audience to either persuade them to do something, whether your call to action is for them to buy or whether your call to action is for them to jump on board on this campaign um, 
or petition. Like we're just here to get your message out to a broader audience so that way we can persuade them. I love that. Earn media. That makes sense. Shay Renee says the heart touches the heart. I mean, Shay, you were at the Emmys, so your macaroons touched a whole lot of cool people's hearts. I don't know. Maybe it's time for you to like have TGND. <laughs> yes, <laughs> All right, guys, we got Dwayna Williams in the house right here on really 1100 AM on uh, according to Michelle radio. The heart touches the heart. Okay, I thought I missed another. I'm like, oh, wait, did she say something else? She said something else more poignant. All kinds of hearts. Um, and so Credit Hub, Credit Hub Access, that who, that's who sponsored the Ask Michelle segment. If you're a seasoned business, you're making some money, and you want some funding, you need to make sure you call Benji. They are just about everything at Credit Hub Access, credithubaccess.com. Call Benji for funding for your business. Make sure you tell them the MT Dub sent you. We got to take a quick break. We're going to come back and learn how you can do business with Miss Dwayna Williams. Don't touch anything. We're going to be right back. Michelle. Michelle. Guys, I cannot believe it is literally almost six o'clock right here on Really 1100 AM on According to Michelle Radio. We have the mostest, amazingest publicist in the house, uh, Dwayna Williams of TGND Consulting. That stands for the girls next door because they're twinsies. Her and her sister are so cute. The only way I can tell them apart right now is because Dwayne is pregnant and Donna is not. I'm like, please don't ever have that baby. I'm not going to know who's so. Yeah, because we are, like, we are getting to the age to where we're starting to look a lot more like. No, like you now. guys look exactly alike. Yeah. It's crazy. So the, I want to share the story behind the name of the brand, too. Okay. okay so we, we talked about, like, us growing up in New Jersey and then moving to North Carolina, but we want to let other girls know and kind of impact them to let them know that you can do it too, right? Even though we say entrepreneurship is not for everybody, we're just your average girls next door that really we didn't have, you know, um, parents that had money. We didn't have investors to start a business. We, we just had dreams, right? And we mm-hmm. had a passion and we allowed our dreams and passion to really make us into the businesswoman we are today. Um, and we want other girls and women to know that that may look like us. Because when we started this, we were young girls. I feel like we were young girls. You're young still women. young girls. You're still young women. <laughs> um, so we want to be able to inspire other young girls and women that they can do it too. Um, so th- that's where the girls next door came from. Because we're, we're, we're literally just your average girls next door that has dreams and a passion to, to be more. Yeah. Well, I love all of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you're next door to me now. I mean, yes. I literally... I'm having a ball working with you guys. You're so diligent. You're so professional. You're so on it. And you allow me to be my authentic self, which I am pretty much. I'm I'm 99% of the time I'm the same person all the time. Mad, happy, you know, whatever. But it's great to work with people that just accept you for whatever you are and who you are. And they're just like, that's just Michelle, right? And everybody's not that way. So, excuse me, from being the girls next door, that's what the girls next door do right Mm -hmm. they just allow you to be you because they're just going to be them Mm -hmm. so i'm really enjoying the journey with you guys and i hope it never ends honestly i want to take y'all all the way to my next Times Square billboard. Yes, I love to see it. <laughs> yeah, and the next time you can say that we we got you the, the okay. The I you know, see so what I love it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so speaking of which, tell everybody how they can find you if they want to learn more, 
do business with you or just learn more about what you do, how can they find you? Yes. So you can go to our website at tgndconsulting.com. So T as in Tom, G as in girl, N as in next, D as in door. Uh, go to our website, tgndconsulting.com. You can go ahead and schedule a PR analysis with us if you're interested in learning more about brand strategy, brand imaging, or public relations. Um, and you can also check us out on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook at TGN, TGND Consulting. Awesome. Yep. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for coming Thank to you for from Nell and your sister for coming up from Charlotte to tell me why I need to be doing business with you. Yes. That's perseverance for sure. I can't believe it's over, Greg. Glad we had this time together. Just to have a laugh or sing a song. I think Michelle wants a record deal today. <laughs> Before you know it, as to say so long. Yes, there you go. That's my ode to Carol Burnett. I should totally know the words by now, but I don't. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to According to Michelle Radio with Michelle Taylor Willis right here on Real 1100 AM. Shout out to Team Replay. You can find us on every single podcast platform. I mean, name them. Just search for According to Michelle Radio. I'm there. I am at Michelle Taylor Willis on just about everything. A couple dates I want you to think about. Taste of Sofu happens next Friday. We will be in the city of South Fulton at Burdett Park. Come check me out. And then two dates. Sunday, August 28th, the Moms All In Brunch. Go to MomsAllInConference.com to learn more about that. And September 10th, we are going to blow Atlanta out of the water with an acting event. That's the leading men of film and television panel on September 10th with some of Atlanta's hottest working black male actors. Stay tuned for that. I will be hosting that event. But right now, I am out. This This has been According to Michelle Radio. Tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m. on The Real 1100. Night, Michelle.